0: Welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today, we're going to be talking about Fatma, episode one, season one. Um, I'm super excited to talk about it. But first, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, my name is Sam. I'm here with my friends Ezgi and Sofia. We studied abroad together in Istanbul and have been interested in Turkish culture and shows ever since, and I'm really excited to talk about this series. If you're interested in our other shows, we've done seasons on The Protector, Love 101, and Innocent most recently, and you should definitely check those out. I'm sorry, I can't do that for you. Oh, shut up, Siri. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, I'm not drinking tea, but I am drinking an Aperol spritz, and I'm really happy about it. It's delicious.
1: I'm so jealous. That's one of my favorite drinks Mm -hmm. ever.
0: The perfect summer drink
1: it's the perfect drink period
0: <laughs> what are you drinking sophia
1: dead coke <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay good eski eddie tea
2: not at the moment i had four cups a couple hours ago
0: okay so you'll be not right pumped now. and ready for this episode then obviously okay Um, Well, I think this might be the most excited I have ever been about a pilot we've done on this show. I thought it was so good. So I'm really excited to talk about it with you guys. Now, Sophia is going to take us through what happened in this episode.
1: Sure. So the episode starts with this woman who looks... Like pretty sad and kind of tired and just at at a low point in her life, it seems. Um, And from the voiceover or like there's some dude interrogating her. So we find out that there have been some murders and they were done with a gun that has been traced to her. So that's how we get started in that first scene. Um, then it goes to a really beautiful uh, apartment very beautiful and luminous Istanbul apartment um, and there's Fatma cleaning well our main character which I don't know if we've been told yet that her name is Fatma but I'm sure you can all guess from the name of the show that that's her name as well. <laughs> I don't uh, think
0: that's a spoiler.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so she's cleaning up the apartment um, and this woman who is her boss or yeah, the owner of the apartment um, arrives with some, sh- with some shopping bags and she's um, looking for someone in the apartment, which we then find out is her daughter, her small daughter, who's hiding. Um, and then she's like, Oh, but I have some gifts for you. And the daughter magically appears um, because the mom like threatens to give the gifts away to someone else. In the time between this family having a nice little, um, what is it, I don't know, meeting again in the apartment. She gets a phone call and she gets really distressed about it. Um, and apparently it's just like noise. There's no one talking on the other side. And her boss is like, let me talk to you. And I was like, crap, they're going to fire her for answering her phone at work. <laughs> but No. Um, I was also boss. really
0: worried that that lady was going to be like, "We need to talk. You're fired." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so the woman seems like somewhat, gen- like, genuinely concerned um, about what's going on. So it apparently what what we can tell from the conversation is that Fatma thinks that this is her husband calling. Her husband recently got out of jail, but since he got out of jail, nobody knows where he is. So he's just lost. Well, not lost. He's unreachable for the time being. As you know, always in the first episode, I forget everyone's name. So I don't remember the husband's name. I think it's with an it's S. Stop there. Okay. Close enough. <laughs> and so um, basically, she's just like really sad. And the boss also asks him, asks her if she's told her husband about, wait, I wrote this name down, about Oz And we don't know who Oz is, but we get a little flashback of a child. Um, but it seems like he died. And Fatma hasn't told her husband um, because she was just waiting for him to get out of jail in order to tell him that, the child was dead and then we see Fatma like going from work to her apartment which we can see these stumble skyline so it seems to be like somewhat on the outskirts like not that close to the financial center of the city um, where the skyscrapers are and she's kind of just walking and she gives this boy who works at like a coffee shop a picture of her husband and says like just please leave leave this photo out and ask if anyone sees him and then the owner of the shop comes up and and is like everyone in the shop knows who that guy is he's terrible he like owes everyone money we don't want to know anything about him um so just take your
0: picture. i don't think he's the owner of the shop he's not i mean he could he certainly could be but he's her neighbor slash landlord
1: oh I didn't not is he's ismail yeah the horrible person
0: yeah oh, yeah. No. yeah I did not make yeah. that connection that's why he's so mean oh, No, yeah.
1: I dislike him a lot
2: and he was he was also implying that like don't let let on to these men that you're alone like there's not a man yeah. at home with you yeah. yeah he was like feigning feigning protection anyway
1: <laughs> oh no. yeah. wait how did I not realize that was the same person <laughs> okay my bad and then she's just like dejectedly walking sadly and like has this flashback because I think that Ismail also mentioned something about like her marrying the wrong guy or something like that so she has a flashback to when she met her husband Safer and they were like young kids and she's like running away from some people from some kids that are teasing her um oh okay I remember she's playing she was playing soccer and all the boys were teasing her for playing soccer and Safed mm-hmm. like came to like give her something that she dropped when she was running away from being teased and he's like oh I think it's well I don't remember how he says it but like I think it's cool that you play soccer and she's like well why were you laughing at me with all the other boys and so I guess that's they're me cute which is not cute if you ask me <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes to her house she tries turning on the lights and has no lights um so she clearly did not pay her electricity bill and um she goes to her neighbors which i don't know what the situation is if like they're subletting like a house on the in their yard or like how it works but it certainly seems like they're her landlords in some way or like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, agreed.
1: Um, so she goes to the house and the woman there is uh, Ismail's wife. And I don't remember her name either. <laughs> but she Fatma takes out like, I don't know, it's like 70 lira. And to try to pay like and give it gives it to her to say like, please have your husband like pay the electricity bill. And she's like, you can't just pay like a part of your electricity bill. If you don't pay it all, you're not going to get your service back. Um, But apparently Fatma is like working a lot of cleaning jobs and she's still not able to have enough money um, to afford anything. Um, So she just sits in her house and she like hears some knocking. And she has a flashback to when she was a kid um, running away from some man. I don't know if it was her father, but, like, some man that was threatening her. And she, like, keeps seeing a shadow on the door. And it, it's, it seems to be Ismail who's, like, knocking angrily at her door. And she just, like, sits on the couch, kind of paralyzed, kind of scared. But she's, she's not going to do anything. And the guy, like, so angrily knocks that he breaks, like, a part of the glass. And so she just peeks and sees it, that he's left and she cleans up the the glass and then goes to like gets into bed goes to sleep and then she wakes up the next day goes to one of her cleaning jobs which is at this um like writer's also very nice apartment and the writer is kind of like I don't know if he's meant to be like comic relief but he's kind of a weirdo he's like he says that he watches like kind of um uh, what's the name of this guy in the States that has that really crazy TV show where people... Mari or Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. <laughs> <laughs> so he watches those types of shows because he says it's like material for his for his uh, novels. And he's the one who says the phrase gives the name to the episode, but I don't remember what the phrase was, but it's something about gravity, something, something. I think it's just gravity.
2: But I he's... Think that's the name of the episode what sorry name of the episode is gravity
1: yeah but he says some phrase that includes about gravity oh i can't remember what he's saying he's like like spewing all of these like all of this wisdom
2: that's when he couldn't believe the for me the crux of the conversation was that he can't believe that uh the woman featured on the show would would kill kill anyone yeah in her family she was like you would. He, she, he was like he couldn't conceive of family members killing each other, which is like, sir, you live in Turkey. There are literally so many women murdered all the time by their husbands.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Although in this case it's the opposite, right? It's the husband who's right. Who's just, right?
2: But like, you know, how could you? Uh, he he said the words he said were, "Who would kill a
1: member of their own family?" Which uh, is like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's.
0: He clearly hasn't been watching yeah, enough cl- of that no. show. <laughs>
1: um and yeah well basically it's this i think it's the daughter and the wife are on the show talking about how the patriarch is missing and the guy like can't understand who killed him and then well fatma says like of course it was the wife i think is what he says but i i guess esgi that also ties into the whole premise of the show which is that like Fatma can kill people because no one sees her. Like no one realizes that she exists and like she's just a woman. So people assume that she's not going to go out and kill people. I don't know. I
2: think also it was the daughter in the program. who killed Her
1: father. Okay. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) I'm sorry. I got all the details wrong. (laughs) So she, she then goes on to her next cleaning job, which is at this dude, at this dude's office, and this dude's kind of really shady. He has like a lot of money lying around in cash, and um, a gun, and like the safe. um And she's going in. She like pretends that she's going to clean his office, but she actually wants to ask him about her husband. Because I I guess he's a lawyer or something, or no 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 he's not a lawyer. That's what I thought. Of.
0: No, he's a mafia. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a, a loan shark or
1: mafia or something
0: like jewelry yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) no but i thought he was a lawyer because at first when she's approaching him to try to ask him like about her husband and if he knows anything i assumed it was because he was a lawyer i don't know why but she's just like asking him if he knows anything because her husband apparently like worked for him her husband like it's been established now he's been to jail several times and he seemingly got into a lot of fights with people and owed a lot of people money which will become important later on. So she's like trying like pretending to clean the office but then she can't resist to ask about her husband. And then like this the police, I uh, know not the police, sorry. And then this the secretary comes in saying that he has a meeting and she's like begging him to please give her information about who was the last person to talk to her husband or like if he worked anywhere. Um, And she also asks about his former business partner who, like, she, Fatima finds out through the conversation that her husband owed him money. Um, but this guy now hates his former business partner. Like, we don't know what happened, but they hate each other. I No, actually, I think he stole money from him on a deal or something. Like, it was something business related. Whatever. Um, so while this guy goes... To his meeting to show some jewels to some people um fatma steals the gun from his uh safe and just leaves the safe was open and so she asks the secretary to give her the information about this business partner and she goes to find the business partner and she walks in and she starts like asking him questions about her husband and about what he knows and this guy just like gets super aggressive um, and starts saying that do you know that asshole like he owed me money like um, I hope he's dead and she's like well did you kill him and he's like no I did not kill him but I hope he's dead um, <laughs> so she I don't remember like what happens but she kind of just like loses it takes out the gun and shoots him I don't remember what exactly like triggered the shooting
0: she starts like hallucinating mm-hmm. her son not like,
1: being on the like she doesn't like being yelled yeah. at yeah on the window
2: yeah yeah well i think he was like coming toward her and he and she felt threatened like he was about to like come over to her so that was like that was a triggering event
1: yeah that makes sense so and she
2: and if you did you i forget sophia sorry if you mentioned that while she was um while fatma was hiding from her neighbor She had a flashback to, like, a man lurking, trying to, like, find her in a barn of some kind or, like, some. So she has childhood trauma of some kind. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I did mention it, but very briefly, I just said she was running away from some man who was yelling at Yeah.
2: My prediction is father, but we'll see. Yeah,
1: I agree (laughs) with that. Yeah. So this guy, I don't know where he works. It looks kind of like the Grand Bazaar just because she has to go through so many passages, but probably not the Grand Bazaar just like a very well-hidden office somewhere. Um, But she shoots him and then she just like runs away and she's obviously really impacted by this. Um, And she's walking on this bridge, like really kind of upset about everything that just happened. And the writer calls her and is like, it was the daughter, you were right. And she's like, what the fuck? And the guy, I don't remember if it's at this point or when she's at his apartment, that he says, like, I should write about this woman. She's really interesting. And so he writes, like, a Word document where it just says, like, Fatma in the title. So apparently he's writing a novel about her. Which.
0: That's the first smart decision he's
1: made. (laughs) Well, he has a really nice apartment, so I'm sure he's extremely successful. (laughs) Or just from, like, a very wealthy (laughs) family. But I like the apartment. Um, He looks really not put together but the apartment is nice um and so then she goes home and is obviously extremely upset and this guy whose name i don't know if any of you wrote down the name i have no clue what his name is but the the guy that she stole the gun from um walks into his office and he's like complaining by so what by them. them okay yep thank you is um Mm-hmm. and he's complaining that he had to spend the night at the police station um, because since uh, his his former business partner who he obviously has a lot of beef with or had a lot of beef with was killed um, the police assume that he's the main suspect so he was being interrogated and then he arrives at the office without having gone home or anything and Fatma comes back and like tries to give him back the gun I like I think he asks her like if he went to see him or if she went to see the business partner or not. Um, But basically like right when she's about to take out the gun, the police arrive and they're searching the office. They're like trying to find a gun, trying to find anything incriminating. And he's just like, keep the gun. Cause obviously the police don't even ask her anything. They don't even check her bag. They don't even ask her why she's there, who she is. So clearly, like, this is probably going to be a theme throughout the show that like her being who she is. And we don't know if that's like being a woman or like just being like her. she's very quiet also. So that could also contribute to people just like not seeing her like they just don't notice that she's there. So then she's at the train station um, and she gets another one of those weird calls from her husband where no one talks and she's just like very desperately is like suffers of and nobody's there so then she goes to her job at a food court she works at a mall so she's cleaning um and then the police arrive I don't even remember why the police arrive at the food court at the mall because it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense
0: they want to talk to her
1: oh they want to talk to her
0: yeah remember they bring her in but I don't
2: you bring her in because of her husband yeah, like yeah trying to figure out
1: where yeah, yeah she filed a yeah, related yeah, because, because, because yeah. he hasn't shown up after he got out of prison right, right. Um, so she goes and she's like well like basically they're telling her that they can't do anything about the the search for some reason I can't remember but basically she's like well so I'm coming you' you're asking me here just to tell me that you can't do anything so like what am I supposed to do? Um, And she's clearly like extremely lost without her husband and doesn't know what to do with her life because she's like really dependent on her husband or like.
0: Well, she also um, like when they first bring her in, she confesses, but they're not listening to her. (laughs) so then when he's like asked her again like wait say that again she's like oh well fuck it like (laughs) i'm not gonna confess again and she's like i'm looking for my husband
1: oh i (laughs) thought that 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 was a hallucination no i don't think so okay yeah she's
0: just fucking invisible Yeah, yeah
1: yeah i think i think that's what this first episode is establishing in every single way Um, and she was away for questioning so long that her the other woman that works with her was like waiting for her because the guy wouldn't let her leave um, until Fatma like arrived so then they just show her like cleaning tables at the food court and then she gets ready to to go home and she's just like walking alone and then this guy um, I think he's a partner of of Baidam right the the bald this bald this new bald guy I don't think he's a partner or like just a goon yeah it could be a goon um
0: so he- I think he was Zafer's old partner
1: or like right? handler yeah or handler yeah I think more than yeah. like handler yeah um so he comes and asks her like well first he asks her about killing the man because like now it's She's made it pretty obvious to anyone who's looking that she killed this other guy. Um, but, like, <laughs> since no one is looking, they don't know. Um, and the guy's like, well, um, why don't you kill some other people for me and give me... Oh, because this guy, bite, um, I think, he-, he gave her, like, a mission, right? Didn't he give her, like, something to do? No?
0: No, but the guy, the creepy guy at the train station is like trying to give her money in exchange for
1: killing yep. people. But for Baidam him. also gave her money. I think it was just to, to keep quiet and not re- like relate him with the gun or something or just to leave. I don't know but she also gave him he also gave her some money for whatever. Okay. I think. So yeah. As, I don't remember that. As you mentioned this this bald guy wants her to kill people but Um, He wants her to give him a part of the of the money, like he wants a cut of the money of the of the money she would get for killing these people. And she's like, no, like, I'm not interested. And then he's like, well, you you have to do it because your husband owed me a shit ton of money and he claimed that it was to take care of the sick child. But I don't think you have a sick child. I don't believe that. And then she's like, well, he's dead now, but I did have a sick child. Um,
0: that was really tough, yeah, tough stuff.
1: And then she just like walks away, like really angrily, and then she comes back and pushes him in front of the train.
0: It was so great, that was my awesome. favorite moment of the whole episode. It's
1: <laughs> kind of a callback to House of Cards season one or two. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, insane.
0: Into our gossip slash spilling the non existent tea section, where we talk about all of our feelings about this episode. I mean, I guess like overall impressions first. Like, for me, I watched the first half of the episode and I was like, wow, this is like not a character I can root for. She's so meek. She's so sad. What the hell is going on here? Her life sucks. And then she started (laughs) killing people, and I was like, fuck yeah. And like the first one was like, okay, like maybe she just like got scared and pulled the trigger, but she got out of there pretty good. And the second one was like, oh yeah, like this is, she's into this, (laughs) this is empowering for her.
1: Yeah, I can't connect to her character yet. It just seems like too, I don't know, too extreme for me. Like in the sense of like, everything in her life is so miserable. I just feel so bad for her, but I can't really connect to her as a character.
0: You were, like, rooting for her when she murdered that guy in front of the train?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. I, I think I have too many questions about everything still to be able to root for her.
2: I feel like women like her, like, my, not the not the spurgeoning serial killer part, but the, you know, her horrible life situation and Childhood traumas and everything. I I think that's unfortunately not an exceptional set of circumstances, especially in um, the outskirts of Istanbul in Turkey, where there's so many migrant workers, and uh, extreme poverty, extreme income inequality. Um, So I think her circumstances are unfortunately very uh, I mean, frequently seen. So I can connect. Well, I, I'm fortunate that I can't relate to any of her life experiences, but I can relate to, you know, it's completely believable. And to me, it didn't seem like over the top for like everything to be going wrong in her life, because like, Mm -hmm. there are so many people like that, not just in Turkey, but around the world, um, Mm. whereas everything is awful. So I, I appreciate them. The showrunners taking it to that very, I mean, this whole show is going to be super dark, I know, but like, I appreciate them kind of going all the way with that. And then, I mean, basically it seems like the message is the only way out of uh, this much pain and violence is more pain and violence, um, which is pretty cynical. But at the same time, like, if she didn't kill, if she hadn't killed Shave Kit, she would have probably gotten you know, severely injured or killed. Um, that other guy was being, you know, super threatening um, at the train station. So she, she did what she had to do. We'll yeah. see. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean,
0: I more <laughs> took it like she, she has always put on this front almost of like being very submissive and meek and I'm just going to like keep my head down and work hard and like be a good person and she just like reached a point where she was like this is not oh, working out for me you know and so she kind of took control back over her own life and like yeah sure she's like killing people and apparently that's bad but I think it's pretty awesome like, oh, These are
2: awful people like such they're awful people.
0: bad people she needs to let off some steam and take control of her own life and these people need to fucking listen to her yeah she
2: gonna be like her. a mock like an assassin that takes care of like organized criminals like please do that yes
1: yeah it's great (laughs) yeah i think it's like it's just in my mind and this is kind of a stupid prejudice i guess but like murdering someone is like something that has no turning back but like the circumstances that she already lives in like they're drowning her and she has no way out either Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i guess that's just like kind of that paradigm that we have like oh my god but like killing people is so awful but like also people's circumstances are really awful and like as you mentioned Deski like just the inequality the trauma that people have and everything um they're also pretty awful so I don't know I mean yeah the, the the the
2: violence that she's I mean aside from the literal violence that she's clearly faced you know in her past which we haven't quite learned about yet but putting all that aside, her day-to-day existence is is her being a constant victim of yeah. violence, economic mm-hmm. violence, yeah. um, you know, the, the political systems that allow for people like her to be so poor just by working, like, I don't know, 12 jobs. I don't know how many yeah, jobs.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a lot of fucking a jobs. A lot of jobs, yeah. yeah. I was thinking about that, actually, because, like, I don't know how it is, like, obviously, I mean, cleaning work and, and housework it's not very regulated in a lot of countries like here in Colombia it's there's been a, a big push to regulate it because like I mean it used to be I mean obviously not like those countries and I don't remember where exactly where like they bring people from other countries and they take their passports away and like they're, they're never able to to go back but like yeah here it definitely was like they would have people like they would bring people that were like maybe 13 14 years old to start working like in a house and doing all the housework and Well, I mean, fortunately, it's moved on and it's like and they're like people now they sue like a lot of former domestic workers will sue their employers for not providing the benefits and for not paying um, the full, you know, social service um, requirement. But I mean, it's it's still like that sort of informal work. And even like this is going to (laughs) be. very topical but like the pandemic has also caused a lot of those work those jobs to go away so these Mm -hmm. people that were already really like in precarious economic condition with work now are in way more precarious economic conditions without work so yeah it's it's just goes to I mean just all of that to say that she's in a very precarious economic position but that's not unusual for a lot of women in the world But I think my my issue with her is like maybe maybe it's just this first episode that I didn't feel that she had a lot of agency. But I think that's on purpose because like they're trying to show us just like how she's lived her life and how she's also been marginalized by all the circumstances in her life. But yeah, I think that's what, what, what was kind of difficult to me. And just like, I don't know, it, it seems like the character doesn't have a lot of space to move in for now, just because, like, everything's going downhill. She just, like, committed two murders that are going to take her life. Well, that, A, at first you think that are going to, like, take her life to a more negative place, but then, like, everything just stays the same, well, at first. So I think that that's even more frustrating if you're caught in this position where, you're marginalized, you're like, you don't even have an, enough money to pay your rent, you don't to pay your electricity bill to pay anything. And you're like working, I don't know, 18 hours a day or however many like she does like four jobs in one day. And then you kill someone who which is something super extreme. But then also that has no repercussions in your life that just goes to show, right. like, how stuck you are in that space. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. I didn't think about it like that but it's literally like she just fucking murdered someone and her life hasn't changed at all. <laughs> um but yeah, I would I would like to see her team up with uh Bayram and become his like master assassin. I think that'd be dope.
2: I feel like that's going to happen. Yeah. Some of the like still images I've seen from the series on uh various online platforms and stuff suggests that they will be spending a lot of time together. Um, yeah. I liked Probably. him he seemed yeah, like a very yeah.
0: friendly mafia boss
2: did you he's lost weight since the protector he was our uh police or dirty cop on oh, the protector. Right. oh.
0: Yeah. wow yeah I read that there was someone from the protector but I didn't look up who it was yeah that's so funny <laughs> I think this role suits him better he clearly wasn't a very good policeman
2: <laughs> he was like basically a mafioso
1: there yeah. too he <laughs> looks so sleazy like his yeah. hair, his I outfit, like his office.
0: Yeah,
1: his safe. <laughs> yeah. Also, what are your conjectures about her husband? Like everyone seems to hate her husband so much and kind of So he, he's, played
2: by, he's played by a he's played by fairly well-known actor too from the photo, so I think that we're going to get a lot of flashbacks or he's going to emerge. I don't think they're just going to leave him as a photo with when it's like someone that recognizable.
0: I mean, it seems like I just, it seems like she cannot possibly be so naive as to think that he's like alive and well and loving her somewhere that can't come to see her.
2: No, I think she's, I think she's accepted that something like he's been taken Yeah. or.
0: Yeah. I mean, I assume he's dead. Yeah, I don't know why she thinks he's still alive, given the life that she's led. But what's the deal mm-hmm.
1: with the with the phone calls then?
0: Yeah, yeah. who knows? I don't know.
1: I'm also. I mean, afraid. he was. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: I was just gonna say he was. I mean, he was basically doing what she, what the bald guy tried to get her to do. Like he, like like we said, like the bald guy was his handler would give him targets uh to go after it sounds like so it's i mean could he he clearly has more skills than she thought so maybe he disappeared um you know did some did some cleanup work after he got out and and made himself uh, go poof i don't know i just feel like he's gotta i feel like he's gonna show up um very much alive just again based on the actor
0: <laughs> maybe she'll have to uh, kill him
2: as her Ooh. last
0: effort
1: that seems fitting for the trajectory of the show <laughs> yeah I don't know I feel like her husband is like so shady and involved in such shady dealings that maybe he also just wanted to disappear I I don't get right. like how she How he's been in and out of jail so much. If if he's doing all these like crimes that aren't that petty, like shouldn't he be going away for a long time?
2: Well, I think he went. Okay, what she was told. I don't know. I'm not 100 sure if this is actually what happened. But the last time he went was, or the times he's gone supposedly were so, he could go to prison on someone else's behalf, and then they would get money for, um, their kids treatment mm. but i don't know if like in reality that's why he really went um and if it wasn't for like an actual crime he committed but if it were for an actual crime he committed to your point sophia wouldn't have been for all of the murders it would have been for like some random thing okay. um but it could have also he could have also just been going for someone in like biadoms organization um just to get more money but i mean also- he
0: may never have been senior enough to be yeah. killing people you know
1: but they don't, they don't believe, think- they don't believe he has a sick child though, which is also confusing. <laughs> or, well, like, they he just, just think. said
0: like, I always thought, or like he told us that it was for a sick child, but I've been following you for three days and I haven't seen any child. That's what he said.
2: Mm. Also like that, I think that I've always autistic or at least on the spectrum from what I can gather from the hints that have been dropped. The um the stacking of the various household objects. I think he did that. Those like perfect stacks all around her house. And then um I don't know, he seems nonverbal, all that stuff. I'm I feel like he didn't just like die of an illness in his sleep kind of thing. I feel like there's something very bad there too. Uh oh you think he died what, sorry? I don't think he like died peacefully in his yeah. sleep. I feel like I don't know if
1: like Fatma snapped oh, and yeah. him
2: or like what happened there. Oh, That's my conjecture too.
1: Either that or he, like fell off a balcony, or Ismail like uh-huh. hit like killed him because he was watching while he was raping his mother or something horrible like that.
2: Oh my
1: god! Wow. Oh my god, Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but clearly Ismail wants to like have or like has yes has like yeah. has raped or had sex with Fatma before
0: or desperately wants to yeah um with his wife right next door and i couldn't did you guys think he was drunk
1: he was drunk because his wife had yeah. okay. like he's not home because he's at the bar or something like that
0: okay okay
1: but i could see ismail ke- like killing him or fatma killing him
0: that's really dark and i hadn't thought about it but actually that makes a lot of sense because it <laughs> I didn't. Hope
2: I, I hope it's not Fatma. That would be so
1: dark. Yeah.
0: None of the scenes we've seen show him being like physically ill. Yeah. They just yeah. show him doing like abnormal. Oh yeah, and and, so.
1: and one of the characters I think refers to him with like a slur for like being, with, with for yeah. like having a cognitive disability. I can't remember yeah. what they say, and I'm not going to repeat it, obviously. But. <laughs> yeah. They do refer to him with like a slur. It was um, basically
2: the equivalent of the R word, you know, something, I would say something okay. to that,
1: to that okay. effect, yeah.
0: Um, the scene we talked about a little bit when Sophia was recapping, but the scene where she goes to the police station and she confesses, and he literally just doesn't hear her at all, oh, and is like getting his little so like, paper and pen ready, yeah. that was incredible, like what a commentary about women's voices, <laughs> I mean, truly.
2: Part of me, di- part of me agrees with Sophia that it felt like I definitely went back and forth as I was watching. Is it really happening, or is she imagining herself confessing? Huh. Um, but I mean, it wasn't definitive in my head, so I opted for your opinion, Sammy. Of like, yeah, it happened, and uh, yeah, this guy was so rude and full of himself and disdainful towards women <laughs> that he didn't hear Yeah, her.
0: I mean, I didn't. I didn't even consider that possibility, so it certainly could be. Um, She's not all
2: there—that's for sure. So,
0: (laughs) it seems to me like the only times that she has—and I think they're more like flashbacks rather than Mm -hmm. um, hallucinations—are when she is being when people are being aggressive towards her, right? Uh Because the only times it happened was when um, Shevket was yelling at her, and when. Ismail was banging on the door so
2: right right that's true
0: that's my reading of it but certainly it could devolve from there
2: man this show's only six episodes i don't like
0: it's wild what are they gonna do (laughs) i mean they already got me within 40 minutes to be like oh yeah, I'm rooting for her to murder all these people. She should yeah. do it, girl. <laughs> we haven't even
2: met all these people, but like, let's go, let's find them and kill them. Yeah,
0: well, to that end, I was wondering, um, do you guys have anybody? I think we should start a new little section in here that's like, who's on the top of her hit list for the next episode. Ooh. So for me, it's her boss at the mall, who's just like your like average level jerk, but I think that she should take him out
2: smide for sure is number one yeah, on my list
1: agreed. for that fucker well and the, I, I the writer is also kind of really annoying to me and like, but they're like buddies like yeah they, have a they, super casual they were buddies yeah she
0: was like actually chatting with him which she didn't do with anybody
1: else yeah but yeah they have a rapport but it's like a sarcastic rapport isn't it like they, yeah they
0: for being sarcastic yeah. you think he should be murdered no 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 no, no. <laughs>
1: no, no, no no I don't know I think he's, he's being of to her and like for like writing a you know. story
2: okay like he's like imagining what her life is like
1: I don't think he actually like yeah obviously well that's the thing he doesn't care details. enough about her he's just oh, like, my God. this woman that comes to my apartment so he deserves to die no, ridiculous. I don't know I didn't like him I, know. I don't know why
2: <laughs> i like him i like their relationship they're, they're, i mean she, that was the only place she felt she, she seemed comfortable in literally any scene yeah <laughs> on the, the, the show so that was, was the only
0: time like, she said something
1: clearly more worried about her life i don't know the one that like made her sit and have a tea and make a tea for both
0: yeah she was pretty nice too yeah i thought for sure she was gonna fire her for answering <laughs> the
1: phone make some
2: tea so i can fire you
1: yes <laughs> Okay but also I have a big question so she goes to that safe and steals the gun but doesn't steal any money and she could steal just like 100 lira or I don't know how much her electricity bill is now because like there's been a lot of inflation in Turkey since we lived there but I don't know like I feel like if she stole some money maybe it would also help her more than the gun.
0: That's why she's such a rootable character is because she's, she doesn't give a shit about that money. She just wants to find her hubby.
2: Yeah. Right? yeah. She only grabbed it so she could go and interrogate, shave kits or protect herself in case of any funny business.
0: Mm-hmm. And also, I think she doesn't want to get on well, I don't know. I mean, she did still steal from him, but it seems like she wants to keep a good working relationship with Byram. Like, she's not trying to fuck him over.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. And when she walked past the cops out of his office, he you saw on his face, he was like, oh, that's interesting. She has a person, a gun in her purse.
2: <laughs> she is a person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she is not a person in their eyes. Yeah.
2: Bayona may eventually be of the opinion that she's a person.
0: I think so. I feel like he has the potential.
2: Yes. am not going to give it to him yet. Should no. we have, a, instead of Sultan of Success, should we have personhood? <laughs> person who's recognized as being a person. <laughs> um, Otherwise, she's just going to be the Sultan of Success in every episode. I
0: right.
2: think she so, is. Yeah,
0: which I'm is is down fine. for <laughs> it. Um. Do you guys have anything else in this for this section?
2: I'll just say that that, that show that um uh her one of her employers is the writer and I didn't get his name actually um but the the shows that he was watching are the kinds of that those kinds of shows those are on like literally I don't know until the evening news basically shows like that and then that's what that's what people like that's what people watch all day like people who are I have to confess not working.
1: that I. My guilty pleasure is watching those shows.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there's all kinds of permutations. There's like this one, which is like bringing together family members and, you know, like Jerry Springer style, like Mm -hmm. duking it out basically on TV. And then there's like marriage programs or dating programs, stuff like that. But it's like, I don't know, that each each individual show will take like four hours and then like (gasps) be all kinds of. Oh my god! So, yeah like your entire morning is that show
1: yeah wow um, <laughs> yeah it's the same in in latin america well there's a lot of yeah. of that same format in latin america actually like yeah I, I used to watch one where they would have like a panel of three experts and then like oh a couple or like some family members would come in and it would be a fight about who's right so the experts would determine who's right <laughs>
2: oh my god
1: (laughs) but like even less professional like
0: relationship experts
1: i mean in theory but i i don't know if i believe those people to be actual experts on it no i don't think you
0: should (laughs) believe
1: them oh my god (laughs) but um yeah i have to say i really enjoy them i think since i was a child when i was a kid i used to watch What's that that wrestling thing where they throw chairs at each other and it's like super extreme, and like WWE. Acting?
2: Yeah,
1: I, I I don't know which one it is because there's like so many just weird, It's, like, like pro wrestling. Yeah, but the, the one WWE. where they throw chairs at each other and like they can throw items at each other.
0: I don't know. Is that I mean, a specific no, like, one? <laughs> pro,
1: yeah, pro
2: like pro wrestling that has all the theatrical stuff yeah. and stuff like props.
1: Yeah. Exactly I don't know I used to watch that and I used to watch these shows that like oh my god I just remember there was one where it was like my family member is a stripper and they would bring all these people out and like <laughs> their families didn't know that they were strippers and like they would reveal on the show that their family it was just like and wow. it was all male, sounds- male strippers or maybe it was this one I don't know but like I for some reason enjoy that fake drama which is usually 100% fake anyways so, I haven't watched nice. them in a few years, but I I always have enjoyed them.
0: <laughs> you and the writer who you want to die enjoy those shows. You
2: just see too much of yourself in him. That's why.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, are you saying that I hate myself?
2: You're, yeah, you're like looking in a mirror, and you're like, oh, he loves everything I love. <laughs> I can't, I can't stand for this. <laughs> The show's revealing my secrets, the shows I watch. It's okay, Sophia, we don't. we don't judge or signify.
1: I mean, I also love reality <laughs> TV, so I can keep throwing myself more under the bus if you want. <laughs> no, I
0: think we should we'll move on. on. <laughs> I like, I don't uh,
2: want to hear, really hear anything us, else. Now that she's revealed her tastes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so now we're going to move on into the history section, and today we're going to give you guys a little bit of background about this show, how it came to be, who's in it, uh, general stuff like that, just so we know, have a little context going forwards. Um, So this show was produced by Netflix and is six episodes. It was released in April of 2021, so we're um, only a month behind release right now, and any
1: other basics we want to say six episodes netflix original it was ranked first on the list of netflix most watched productions in turkey when it was released
2: which which i wonder how they got that info i saw that same statistic but netflix notoriously does not release viewership but Uh, now they have a
1: top 10 for each country I don't know if you've seen mm-hmm.
2: now. Like, well, you think it is based on that. Yeah, okay. they'll
1: tell you like top 10 most watched today in your country or whatever. I assume that's where they got it from. Because, like, yeah, as you okay. mentioned, Netflix very rarely reveals viewership numbers for mm-hmm. shows.
0: Um, decider.com recommends stream it in their stream it or skip it column. So that's a good sign.
2: Nice.
0: And, um, I think there's some pretty overt like feminist feminist and also class overtones that will be interesting to talk about as the show goes forward.
1: Also Esgi you had mentioned that the lead actress is like relatively well known in Turkey like she's been in Yeah, she's been on
2: a few she's been on a few TV shows and in some movies. Mostly lighter stuff like like, I don't know, like romantic or rom-coms um, or just like straight up romance. Um, so she's been, she's like in her early thirties, I think. And she's been around since like the late, she a, her first TV show was on in the late 2000s. So she's been around for a while, even though she's young. Um, but I don't think she's been anything that like our listeners other than turkish listeners would know um it's nothing that's gotten too much international attention or any international attention but um for sure like she's someone you'd recognize if you were a turkish viewer and then you'd like see her in Fakman and be like oh my god what'd they do to her because like she's very fresh-faced and beautiful
0: <laughs> like oh really yeah yeah wow. I mean,
2: yeah if you like google how she actually looks she looks nothing like
0: that's Fakman. really interesting
2: yeah yeah she looks much wow. more like haggard and worn down obviously because of life circumstances in the show
0: yeah i mean you can tell that like she's just extremely worn down and like how her face looks and everything but yeah um, that's interesting i'm gonna google her now
2: yeah it's really i mean like you can tell it's her but it's just, like so different
0: <laughs> oh my gosh
2: yeah wow <laughs> wow yeah she's she's pretty i mean she, i mean not she's that beautiful. she's like not that she's ugly in the show she just like looks so like we said haggard
1: wow that's yeah, really I mean, interesting she's working yeah. many hour-long days so yeah you she's know. working
0: really hard and her boss is a fucking jerk at the mall so
2: right um i uh, from the few articles i've skimmed um like reviews in turkish like so far the critics have said. Um, I mean she's obviously the the whole show the whole cast is strong, but like she's obviously carrying the most weight. And uh I don't know, some people are optimistic that she could see some foreign uh, award show buzz, but we'll see. Maybe maybe Turkey will have a second Emmy winner after if this gets <laughs> enough attention.
0: Um yeah, I think I think this show has the potential to be really popular uh, internationally, so
2: yeah there's nothing in it that's like yeah at least in the pilot there's nothing like even the the morning uh family drama shows like Sophia mentioned that those are super common in latin america too and like even in the u.s to a not as extreme extent we have like judge judy and dr phil and maori and jerry springer so uh i think that that's not that foreign of a thing um and other than that everything's like rich rich poor divide um women women, and men's, I think it's very, very universal themes. Unfortunately, I wish those themes weren't universal. I wish we could be like, "Wow, this is the one country where this happens, but yeah, no. <laughs> yeah.
0: Awesome. So now we are going to move on into our what the fuck and Sultan of Success slash top of the hit list section, I guess. And so in terms of what the fucks, what do you guys got?
2: I just had one. Well, I had many going through it, I guess, kind of, but like the most overt one that I had to write down was the tram or whatever the train just not Mm -hmm. stopping. It seemed like (laughs) Like, it's not, it didn't look like that profoundly, like, big or sturdy of a tram. I think that was one of the, the metro lines. Um, yeah. So, anyway, a whole damn person would, you You would probably feel that. So, maybe, maybe, maybe it did stop eventually, but it just kind of kept speeding past, and I was very surprised by uh, the lack of any kind of slowing down.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least in new york which is the only system i'm really familiar with there's a driver at the front in it or yeah. sorry a conductor at the front of the back so you would think that they would notice but tr- trains do like speed through stops um if they're skipping them or something so right. that certainly could happen but yeah i think they probably would have noticed the giant yeah, it was, it was... and the blood spewing everywhere
2: <laughs> right so it was more like, like I-, I think you're right it was probably speeding through the stop because no one was really waiting there um mm-hmm. But the fact that either just, like, the physical contact didn't change, like, reduce its momentum at all, or that someone didn't react who was operating it to, like, a- to start slowing it down. But we really only got a few seconds after impact of, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. footage, so it all could have very well happened. But I was just like, damn, this is too crappy of a train to, <laughs> <you react laughs> to withstand
0: to this. It. <laughs> yeah. I'll go, uh, what the fuck... Fatma like confessing to Byron like he seems like a pretty chill dude for a mafia boss and i kind of like him but i'm not sure that she should have like brought him back the gun and been like here i just murdered your ex-business partner
2: what are we gonna do about this I feel like she just like really wants someone to notice that she erased a human from the planet like <laughs> she no wants else.
0: people to know like hey yeah, stop fucking ignoring no one- me, assholes
2: even if anyone eventually noticed which they did in his case because i feel like shift kid has a lot of enemies um they weren't they were never going to connect the dots back to her like ever
0: yeah so. <laughs> yeah i don't know if you guys have watched barry but this show definitely has similar vibes it's really good
2: uh is that who is that not Will forte it's a bill uh, hater yeah
0: as a reluctant assassin
2: he's like trying to be an actor right mm-hmm. or... he
0: really wants to be an actor
1: <laughs>
0: Sophia, what are yours
1: um, I think my main one is the fact that she didn't steal any money from the safe like I know that she's to, like not she's not a thief she's just a murderer no but it's not about being a thief like literally she has no <laughs> electricity in her apartment okay, she has.
2: Wants her to have electricity <laughs> you just want her to have electricity yeah.
1: that's your only concern
0: have yeah. I want her to be able to buy a new door
1: yeah or move, metal one. move away yeah. from that crazy man yeah that for me is key um my my other what the fucks okay I think like obviously the show is trying to be very obvious about how she's invisible to everyone but I do think it's a WTF that she's so obvious that she killed someone like she asked the secretary for the information and then she comes back to the same office like if anybody was really paying attention like for example, the bald guy, they would immediately notice that she committed a crime. And mm-hmm. I guess it's because of her inexperience, obviously, and, like, because she didn't do it on purpose. But to me, that's, that's a huge WTF. And my other WTF is, like, how they must be paying her so, so little that she can't afford, like, her basic services. So, I yeah, it's that- pretty wild, yeah. given
0: how many hours she seems to work. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I don't have any more what the fuck's... But I do have a question that I should have addressed previously. But, like, if you notice her, like, in comparison to the other women on the show, she, like, dresses really modestly. Is that meant to, like, convey something about who she is as a character? Or, or I don't know. I just had a question about... Because she... I mean, she doesn't, like, fully cover her hair, but she does... Well, I don't know if it's also for the comfort of, like, for work if you're cleaning like it's obviously easier if you have your hair like pulled back rather than if you have it loose but
2: yeah I feel like it's not really like I mean I'm I'm sure she's some level of religious just because like I don't know Turkey's a pretty religious and baseline conservative country um but I think it's more like a comfort thing slash that's just how probably growing up in either she either grew up in a village or even more likely probably she grew up in a similar neighborhood, which is basically like a village because it's like all people from rural areas who've migrated to the city um, and they live on the outskirts. So it's the same kind of, um, you know people who are originally from the same place, kind of same mindset, same way of presenting themselves most likely. So she probably just grew up seeing women dressed like that and it's comfortable for her job and it doesn't, you know, don't take this the wrong way, but it does, she feel, she would probably feel like it wouldn't, uh, bring unwelcome attention onto her yeah. in any yeah, sense yeah. um so yeah, yeah yeah
0: which actually brings me to another what the fuck which is like I feel like when you see when you have a lot of this like upstairs downstairs kind of stuff in mm-hmm. television shows in Turkey it's always like there's a really amazing community aspect to living in those neighborhoods on the outskirts of town And it's weird to me that she is so isolated. Yeah, You know, like, I assume she grew up in that neighborhood. She met her husband there. Like, where's her family? Where's her school friends? Where's her husband's family? Like, I don't understand why she's so isolated.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That for sure. And well, my other what the fuck is like, she seems like such, like, she doesn't seem to do anything like immoral or unethical on purpose until like, obviously, (laughs) the murder, <laughs> but um that's like it seems like a weird match for her and her husband like maybe it's a it's a, it's a thing of circumstance like they're on this like they agree on the same values but he like for money has to do things that maybe are like illegal or has to go to jail for other people or whatever and i don't know i'm kind of confused right now as to why she married this man that also like the entire community seems to detest because right. they don't right. see her. He seems to be the reason they don't talk to her. Yeah, like, just yeah. Just-
0: that's a good point.
1: And they don't seem to have ill feelings towards her. They it seems like they feel kind of like pity for her, but I don't know. It's unclear to me why she would marry this guy. That every like, well, probably he wasn't doing that stuff when they got married, or maybe he was, but like clearly he owes a lot of people money and seems to be deceitful at least on some level Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i mean judging by all the flashback scenes we got i think we'll get more information about their love story or not love story i don't know i think it seems like it's going to be love story but we'll see okay so sultan of success obviously it's going to be fatma but who are our other mentions notable mentions
2: I mean, Baidam, his enemy got whacked, so yeah. that's pretty good. But he had yeah. to spend the night at the police station, though.
0: And he lost a goon. The <laughs> that train. goon,
2: that goon would have been a a problem for him <laughs> at some point. He was greedy, and
0: yeah, he different. was. Yeah.
1: Also, the writer could be the Sultan of Success. He just like got a really good reference right. for a novel. Like, yeah it makes money true. off of and fatma would never make money off of them <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
0: um okay well congratulations to fatma who is our sultan of success now and forever <laughs> keep murdering people girl all right so thank you all so much for listening and we will be back next time with episode two where hopefully she murders uh, Ismail and her jerky boss them all and I can't really condone this but Sophia wants her to murder oh the writer, so I <laughs> I we'll have see no, how
2: it's no support <laughs> from this, the rest of this crew Sofia <laughs> I don't think
1: like death on anyone <laughs> <laughs> <Except for that. laughs>
0: Thank you all again for listening and we'll talk to you guys next time